Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I am Shipra from Mint's personal finance team, and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. In today's episode, I will tell you why the new tax regime continues to have limited appeal for taxpayers despite its revised structure. Union budget announced on 1st February has made it evident that the government wants taxpayers to move to the new tax regime. The basic exemption limit is raised to 3 lakh, rebate limit is up from 5 lakh to rupees 7 lakh, and tax slab rates have been revised downwards. Sounds attractive, isn't it? But when you run some calculations, you will find that as the income increases, the appeal of the revised new regime shrinks. To know why, I will talk to two taxpayers with income above rupees 15 lakh and ask them why they don't intend to move to the new regime. First up is Ankur Kaushik. He is a Delhi-based financial professional and has an income of rupees 21 lakh. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Ankur and welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Thank you Shipra for inviting me. So Ankur after the budget on uh, 1st February did you do your maths to check whether the new regime has reduced your tax outco? Uh yes uh, like every middle class indian i uh, did go into the intricacies of it try to make some sense of it. and then came to the conclusion that old regime made uh, sense for me uh, is it because your tax outco is uh, lower under the old regime even after the even after all the announcements that were made in in the budget uh, correct shipra uh, so uh, my salary structure is such that uh, my hra is pretty high Uh, so i can take that rebate uh, because i paid rent to my parents uh, then i have etc uh, 1 1/2 lakhs so both these components plus i have an education loan running uh, i took a loan uh, when i pursued my masters from exam b all these three components combined uh, have a significant portion of deductions which i can claim so that's why old regime made sense for me right just to put some numbers to all these components you've mentioned if you could tell our listeners you know how much are you giving in paying in hra atc is of course 1.5 lakh uh and the other thing you mentioned was the education loan so what is the interest component that you're able to claim as deduction if you could please give us some numbers uh so to put it in numbers uh my uh, atc would be as you mentioned around 1 1.5 uh, lakhs uh my hra rebate is around 4.2 lakhs uh then uh, the interest component of the education loan is around 1 lakh uh, plus i have health insurance for myself and my senior citizen parents uh so i claim around 40 45000 over there so these are the three component uh four components rather right right so about your education loan how for how many years have you been claiming deduction on the interest so i started it paying uh, paying it back from 21 and so it has been almost 2 years now that i have been claiming it 
Right. And I am guessing that the interest component has been going down over the years in the last two years. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. So it may go down further in the coming uh, years. It will... Uh, in coming two years, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to uh, fully finish the education loan. Right. So, so in the like you mentioned that in the next two years, you know, the education loan benefit, the tax benefit on education loan would be gone. Of course, you will still have ATC, you will still have HRA. Uh, even then, do you think that you will continue to use the old regime? Uh, the chances are pretty much high. Uh, because of the rent receipt that I get, the rebate in HRA, because you can, uh, so my parents have no income other than the rental income that I provide. Uh, my mother does not have any other income apart from the rental income. Right. Uh, so, and I'm sure she won't have any issue in raising the rent for me. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> that being said, uh, uh, I'll continue to use uh, whatever uh, I can save because this is one relief which has been provided by the income tax uh, very generous of them uh, that you can pay rent to your parents uh, provided they file their ITR so of course my mother is uh, filing her taxes right uh, but I am sure once uh, this rule is taken away by the government that uh, you cannot pay rent to your parents uh, this has to go at some point in time. Okay. So about your ATC, uh, since you know your your income is 21 lakh and you said that it's structured in a way that it's fully taxable. Uh, so I'm guessing that your ATC is completely taken, if not completely, then a majority portion of it is taken by EPF? Correct. So uh, my uh, basic is upwards of 12 lakhs. Uh, almost 13, close to 13 lakhs. Uh, my HRA is close to six and a half lakhs. So these two components, uh, uh, it is structured in such a way that once your basic is high, your PF deduction is higher. Correct. So you guessed it correct uh, that uh, my ATC is completely taken care of, almost taken care of by uh, my organization's PF contribution. Oh, right. So it's not like you're making any investments to claim tax benefits. These two expenditures yeah. alone are able to give you enough incentive to stick to the old regime. Correct. Correct. So uh, I am only making investments uh, for the purpose of investments. Solely from the tax perspective, I don't do any investments. Ankur, you know, I mean, it's quite evident that the government is trying to you know, slowly move taxpayers to the new regime, the simpler regime. Like you pointed out that currently it still does not make sense for you. And, uh, you know, because you have some really high expenditures and they give you enough incentive to stay in the old regime. So for high income workers like you, uh, how do you think the government can make the new regime more attractive? By uh, by giving certain benefits, uh, certain deductions which are mandatory for people like us. Uh, so, ATC is mandatory for people like us. Uh, PF. Uh, by, one when, can you say, say, when you say ATC, you mean EPF is mandatory? Yeah, uh, EPF. Right. Uh, so, if the government were to come tomorrow and say that, okay, uh, since PF is mandated, 
the entirety of the pf which is going is uh, deductible in the new regime right that can be a very good uh, step uh, given that okay let's say you won't be able to claim any other deduction no hra nothing but since uh, this is a portion mandated by the government that pf has to be paid you deduct the pf up to no limit for high income earners they will probably want to switch to new regime because then it makes a lot of sense because pf is deducted from the organization form 16 is deduct calculated at the organization level and then simply in new regime they won't have to file or declare anything else life would be much simpler right ankur claims about 8 lakh in tax deductions and exemptions and out of this 8 lakh nearly 5.7 lakh are expenditures that do not require him to invest additional funds his provident fund contributions exhaust a deduction under atc and hra gives him a relief of about 4.2 lakh so even if ankur was not making any other tax saving investment that that he just mentioned these two alone give him enough reasons to stick to the old regime The obvious upside of the new regime is that taxpayers can have better control over their investments. But it also has a flip side. Investment experts say that long-term investing has to be incentivized, especially for young earners, and ATC was a good starting point to inculcate the savings habit which will be missing in the new regime. My next guest, Shubham Asawa, who is a 29-year-old marketing professional, is one such taxpayer who believes that tax-saving investments under the old regime like NPS and ALSS have inculcated the habit of investing for the long term in him. Hi Shubham, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Hey Shubha, hi. Uh so Shubham, let's start by uh sharing with our listeners, you know, what is your income like and regime have you been using so far? Tax regime. Yeah so currently I'm uh, withdrawing a CDC of 18 lakh and I've been using old tax regime right yeah uh, do you make any tax saving investments or any expenditures that you claim deductions on or exemptions yes i do so i have been planning my investment in such a way that i'm able to make use of all the exemptions that are available in the old tax regime primarily yes of course atc become ATC uh becoming the most favorite wherein i invest around 1.5 lakh in insurances and ELSS then i invest 50000 in NPS along with taking exemption from the HRA and how much is your HRA about roughly around 2.4 2.5 lakh right yeah um, so shubham do you plan to switch to the new regime now that the Taxes under the new regime have been made more attractive. Yes, the tax regime has definitely been made more attractive considering they are giving the rebate of up to seven uh, lakh. But considering the CTC I am getting, I don't think I'll be able to save more on taxes if I opt for the new tax regime because it also removes the peripheral tax exemptions like HRA, which covers the most of my exemption. Uh, right in in the old tax regime i'll not be able to take benefit of that right right any other reason if say you uh, you know you were not able to claim hra would you still stick to the old regime because of atc and your nps and 
you know your medical insurance so if i'm not able to claim hra in the uh, old tax regime i'll still stick to old tax regime because like i mentioned it gives me a, a subconscious habit of investing for the long term because as an investor i know i'll be going for the highly liquid or uh, quick return investment and as in when i need them i'll just withdraw them so when the conservative modes of investment it's also a kind of beneficial although subconsciously to me that i cannot withdraw my money at any point of time and it it creates a safe cushion for me when i retire so uh, i think whether voluntary or involuntary i have gotten into this habit of saving for long term because of the old tax regime and it helps me to keep that habit so i'll stick to the old tax regime oh right quite interesting <clears throat> because ever since the yeah. budget announcement there's been a lot of uh, debate on social media as to you know uh, now that the incentives are gone in the new regime uh, people might not save and invest and you know how atc was able to inculcate a savings habit in people which won't be the case anymore so it's quite interesting <laughs> you know the point that you just made exactly and the debate has been very pertinent even in our offices we have been having this conversation over and over again and we did some twitter spaces also with some tech experts to understand which is better so tax regime has its own benefits if you are earning like you have just fresh out of the college and have started earning and your salary is not uh, more than 7 or 10 lakh you'll be able to make the most use of the uh, new tax regime but as you go up the ladder and start earning more you right. might not be able to save more taxes if you are in a uh, new tax regime right so as you said that you uh, you you know you use the old regime when do you typically plan your taxes in a year and you know accordingly start making investments so i do that right at the beginning of the financial year uh, typically when my hr asks me for declaring what all investments i'll be making so that uh, hr can calculate how, how much tds they want to deduct so i plan all my investments out as per my ctc okay how much i'll be able to save what investments i should make then i uh, phase them out in a staggered way so planning them in april which is the start of the financial year gives me a bird's eye view of the entire investment plan and i uh, systematically invest month over month like elss gives an uh, option of sip uh, my term insurance is on monthly debit so at the end of the year i do not i'm not in a rush to invest all 1.5 or 2 lakh at once it gets invested periodically over month so it doesn't impact my financials also in a very huge way um So Shubham, if you were to switch to the yep. new team, you know you won't have to follow this cumbersome exercise of first planning your taxes at the start of the year, and then you know towards the end of the year collecting documents and submitting to them to your employer. Do you think in that sense new regime might uh, you know pull you to itself eventually because just because it will save you from this hassle? I am not denying that entirely. That might be the case, but I have been a working professional for more than seven or eight years, and this has become a ritual of doing it every year in April. So, if I move to new tax regime, I, I I might miss out on planning my finances, which I actually love because uh, see, investing becomes a saving and investing becomes a very important part of you when you are earning. So, if I'm not saving and investing, it will just give me more anxiety. to not know okay where is my money and how am i planning my investment so it it just makes me more uh, habitual and disciplined 
right so you seem to be very content with the old regime is it <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> I just got into habit for all these years. I think I'll miss uh, this entire planning, which I sometimes personally do for my peers and my uh, siblings also. That how can they save taxes? How can they plan their investments? And uh, yeah, if if I move to new tax regime, I'm going to miss all of this. Right, but you know, uh, I mean, you can still continue investing. It's just that it the tax saving component doesn't have to be the deciding factor. In fact, you can. you know make investments uh, depending on your financial goals or what kind of risk you want to take with your investments those will be the factors that will be driving your decisions so don't you think that's a better approach i think the long term approach will get missed uh, not consciously though but i i believe that i will not be focused more on creating long term wealth if i do not have a certain lock in period of let's say elss or my lic or nps for that matter in which i'm creating uh returns for my retirement planning which is one reason and second reason is tax planning so if the second reason is gone i don't think i'll be focused more on my uh long term vision of retirement because as is the uh, lingo for the millennial live only once right so i'll be spending more of it rather than saving rather than saving so what you're saying is that the enforced savings actually works for you because it helps you lock in your money for the long period if it was completely left up to you you might not be doing that yeah it's just my personal opinion but that's how i uh, feel because initially when i just started earning uh, i was earning somewhere in the bracket of 6 uh, to 8 and i was not investing i was just moving towards like waiting for january to come i used to uh, put all the money at once in elss and realized later it was a very bad and big mistake uh, as the covid came and i started seeing different patterns of how to how it's beneficial and better to have a corpus and just investing and saving regularly gave me this habit and uh, tax saving was an added advantage or an icing on the cake that helped me be disciplined with that and, and my salary also grew so i was trying to find more ways to save more taxes it's it's just a common indian man ideology that you need to save taxes mm-hmm. so it will be difficult to get rid of that also yeah it has been ingrained in people who have been doing this exercise for a couple of years correct also i believe that as i grow uh, further in my career my salary gets increased a uh, new tax regime will not be the relevant option for me because i'll be paying a lot of my uh, hard earned income and in taxes right right yes if you were to compare it that brings us to the end of today's episode if you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover i can be reached at twitter under the username of shipra singh sorath and on linkedin at shipra singh thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.